those haters can't stand us Left hand up, who are we? The commanders Commanders, commanders We fight for RDC, who are we? The commanders Commanders, commanders Left hand up, who are we? Yo, what's up everyone, it's Don Suave with the Washington Ballroom News Report. We're just gonna do a quick little video, you know, setting up for the game that's happening this Sunday as the Arizona Cardinals travel to FedEx Field to take on the Washington Commanders. We just got word that the Cardinals quarterback will be Josh Dobbs for week one. So we'll see what happens between that. Of course, the biggest story right now going into the Commanders field is the health of the star receiver, Terry McLaurin, and the star defensive lineman, Chase Young. Of course, you know Chase Young has been dealing with a stinger that has kept him on the sidelines. And Terry McLaurin suffered a toe injury during the preseason game. So you have two of your biggest stars that's injured, you know, that's causing concern with the Washington fans, especially with myself. But so far, they're in good spirits, ready to go. You don't believe me? Here's what Chase Young had to say when they asked him about him playing on the field. How much do you want to be playing? Huh? Are you just dying to get back out there? I'm ready to go. Straight up. So. I'm ready to go. Any of them questions, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so, he says he's ready to go. He want to get out there. He want to play. But he first got to be clear about the doctors. You know, I want to see him play. When he plays and he's in the game, he, he, he changes the game. And that line is even better. Already with Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, and then with Chase Young right there, that fearsome foursome can really do damage. Speaking about damage, the receiver, Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, to me, top 10 best receiver, and his numbers shown last year. When it comes to his health, he had this to say. Uh, you know, I want to be able to know that I can, I can burst, I can run, I can cut, be my normal self. You know, what I mean, I've I played through uh, ailments before, and so I know the difference between a little sore and you just can't go. You know, what I mean, I had an ankle sprain, so um, I know what it's like to kind of have foot issues. But um, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm confident with where things are right now, and I'm just going to continue to try to have a good day tomorrow. See how I feel waking up after the day, and. Uh, so, we're going to see what's going to happen on the field. You know, today is Wednesday. You got Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And you got game time decision. I hope everybody's healthy. Right now, everyone's looking healthy. It reported Logan Thomas is off the injury report. Our star tight end. So, we healthy. I, you know, there is some key injuries still on the board, but all in all, we're healthy. Sam Howell's playing. Gibson's there. Robinson's there. John Dawson's there. Curtis Samuel's there. This is week one. He's there. And we just picked up a former receiver, Jameson Crowder, which to me, I wish he would have never left. But, hey, you leave, you come back home. Use him, kick return, punt return. No offense to Dax Milner, but he suck. Anywho. But Jamison Crowder, keep him when that kick return and punt return. And then once you get built into the system, that's another weapon that the Washington Commanders can use on their offense. I mean, just so many weapons, but it don't mean nothing. And the offensive line can't block. Let the offensive line block, 
Washington can win games. You have to stop multiple fast receivers. You got to stop a power runner in Brian Robinson. Then you got to stop even a power runner and a speed runner in Antonio Gibson. Not to mention Logan Thomas, from a quarterback that he was in college to being a tight end in the NFL, he's proven himself to be a good tight end. And the defense kind of speaks for itself. Young pieces, Darren Davis, there was that fearsome forcing, Gary Forrest, who signed the hat to. So, this is looking, just play football. Play football. Now, I do want to discuss this as well. A couple of stories I want to discuss is the X factor. You know, you have certain people in your team that maybe not get talked about much, but they should because they showed up in the preseason. And then another thing is because they was drafted so late that a lot of times people just look at me and just toss it to the side. Not this case. So if I have an X factor on the Washington Commanders, it's definitely Andre Jones Jr. for Louisiana. Now listen to this, y'all. Andre Jones Jr. picked seventh round. Do you know when they did a scout report on him? They said that one, a bit underdeveloped. Okay, you know you got you got your job, you got to do what you got to do. But they said what stood out to them was his speed and his length. You know, and he could. And during the preseason, he had quarterback hits and tackles for loss. He actually had a key stop in that Baltimore Ravens game. I told you to go look at that Ravens game, y'all. That Ravens game was 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 one for the ages. And throughout his whole college year, it was his final season at Louisiana. We had seven and a half sacks in 2022. So, that's my X factor, is Andre Jones Jr. He, he's tall, he's fast. You can put him in the line, but somebody like that, you can also put him in the linebacker position because sometimes the linebacker position don't get the love that he used to and they need to. Because sometimes the linebacker can play both sides. And they're also key to a defense because you can guard the middle, you can rush the quarterback, and at times, you can guard the flat as well. So a linebacker can be used for a lot, especially outside linebacker. No linebacker is considered the quarterback of the defense. So I say my X Factor definitely Andre Jones Jr. What was your X Factor with the Washington Commanders? Now I do want to talk about something else too. Like I said, it's a quick little video. So you know what commercial break is just going full flash to it. What are your expectations of Sam Howell? Be real. Just be honest with yourself. I know we fans. I know we love our team. But y'all really gonna say I expect Sam Howell to be the next Tom Brady? Nope. Do you think I expect Sam Howell to be the next Patrick Mahomes? Nope. Do you think I expect Sam Howell to be the next Aaron Rodgers? Nope. 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 So here's the thing about our, what we need to learn. Sam Howell is coming to a situation as, yes, he looked great in, all, in the preseason. He did. Not going to lie. As you can see from his stats, Sam Howell's stats is this. Two games played, two games started, he went 28 for 37, 265 yards, three touchdowns, with a QBR rating of 122. That's good, y'all. 
That's really good. But once again, that's preseason. And you know people are going to taunt us that. They even taunt us the game against last season when Washington beat Dallas and he was a starting quarterback. And Ron Rivera said that he wished he would have played him earlier. But once again, what are the expectations? I'm going to give y'all 10 names. And I'm going to speak on one person because I actually liked him as a quarterback. I wish he would stay with us. But once again, the fans, we need to calm down. We'll come to certain quarterbacks. We all can't be the greatest quarterback. But we can appreciate somebody who did do work for us. Now listen to this 10 names. Number one, Joe Theismann. Number two, Sonny Jurgensen. Number three, Billy Kilmer. Number four, Mark Rippon. Number five, Eddie LeBaron. Number six, Jeff Rutledge. Number seven, Kirk Cousins. Number eight, Jay Schroeder, or Schroeder. You know I don't butcher his name probably. Number nine, Gus Farrat. And number 10, Jason Campbell. Now when you look at that list, just ask yourself, in the last 20 years of this organization, which one of those quarterbacks has actually had a winning record, or at least been one of our winners quarterbacks? It's Kirk Cousins. Now I know y'all probably thinking, Kirk Cousins, I mean, he never won a big game, and he didn't. True, that is true. He never, he never won, won a big game, the prime time games. He had trouble with it, which is true. Let's not forget though, Kirk Cousins had the. Yeah, what was I saying? I mean, I just need help. Help help me out, Kurt. What did you say? You like that? You like that? You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? Remember when the fans adopted it after that game when they came, when we came back on the Bucks and we beat them? He came and said, you like that? That was a rather cry, right? And let's be real. Kirk Cousins was not a bad pick that we picked up. Yes, he may not have had a winning record with us, 28 for 33 and one and one draw. But we did go to the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. We won a division with Kirk Cousins. And I know you say, well, RG3 won. But RG3 had one good season with us. Just one. And you saw what happened after that. You see what he's doing right now? I'll let you answer that. But I'm saying that to say this. When it comes to Sam Howell, what is really your expectations for him? Do you see at least nine wins, 10 wins, 11 wins? I was just out at the Washington training camp in Ortho, Virginia, in Sterling, VA. You know, fans could be fans regardless. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Some are saying Super Bowl, undefeated, all that blah, blah, But look, I love my team, but I'm also a realist as well. And as a sports broadcast, I'm going to keep it unbiased, too. No, we're not going undefeated. No, I don't see Washington going 15 or 16 and 1. No, I don't see that. But I do see a possibility of part of winning more than eight games, which is usually always what we always float around with. It was always eight games win, eight wins, seven wins. We had to have nine wins. It was always in that eight mark. Always. But I do see us going at least 10, 11 wins. I do see that. I do see it. Of all the pieces, stay healthy. Everybody play their position. 
they play block for Sam Howell. Sam Howell plays the quarterback position that we know he can do. Because in North Carolina, who was a good quarterback, some even projected him going first round when he got drafted. So if he does that, I can see Washington going at least 10 games winning, which ultimately puts in the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes, Jim Moore, I did say playoffs. But last year, I want to touch on this too. We just got the word from Jason Wright that this right here is not coming back. He said, period. So as we take our hats off, we possibly will say goodbye, Washington Redskins. You were great. Which also, I wonder what those signatures are gonna mean because the, the guy had over 100,000 signatures. Actually, I think it was 125,000. Jason Wright said, I don't care, basically. He basically, I don't care. You're not, we're not going back to, to the Redskins. So then the question comes, will Washington rebrand again? Now, there was a, 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 a alumni from Washington Redskins that, that we spoke to. I'm not going to say his name, but he did say to him, he don't see it. You know, and to a lot of fans, they always say, we may not like Commanders, but just win. Eventually, we're going to adopt it, and it's going to be okay. But I say it to say this. If we do rebrand, what will be the names? Me, personally, I have three names. Number one has always been the Washington Redwoods. I love Redwoods. I'm not even going to lie. I can still... Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me talk to y'all right quick. I can see a stadium. You know how, new, if you watch New England Patriots game, when they come out, they always play the Ozzy Oswald crazy train. Um, it's called Crazy Train. But also, you, so you, uh, <laughs> that's the Patriots. And other teams have interest music as well. For all my wrestling fans, I'm not going to lie. Just imagine if. Our interest music was a wolf pack. That NWO wolf pack, one of the best interest songs ever in wrestling history. I mean, even though I don't even go to the members of that group, but that song, when you hear the wolf howling, the beat, and then it see murder rap in it. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. But I can see that happening. Could you imagine, you know how Oakland, well, the Ra Las Vegas Raiders, but back in the day, I don't know if they still do, they probably do, the black hole with those guys that dress like, yeah, the, all the spice, the, the, the all that, this, this, and that crazy looking. Could you imagine if we had a section like that, and that section was called the Wolf Pack? Could you imagine everyone doing this to each other? Even shouting out, too sweet, even bringing out wrestlers as well. Like, let's say you brought out the Wolf Pack. I mean, you can't bring out that's Lugo, man. Well, you can, but you know, in a wheelchair, or whatever. But let's say you brought out Conan, Kevin Nash, Sting, 
I mean, just imagine you brought them and they all they now all gave interest to that. Can you imagine people scoring a we score a touchdown? And they're saying and they doing the the, the howling song like I got like wolves in there. We got major tutty, right? No comment. But can you believe our mascot was a wolf? You know how Georgia Bulldogs bring a bulldog there? You have the Eagles and the Seahawks, they bring these the the, 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 the birds flying out. Can you imagine we bring a wolf there and then we paint it red? Because if you look in Native American culture, red wolves actually represents courage, strategic. It actually represents good things. Because I always say, if this, if the Redskins was offensive to the Native Americans, then the best thing to do is to honor them. Honor them by saying red wolves. Because in their culture, it means strength, unity, everything that we want to represent, red wolves represent in a Native American culture. You can look it up. It, it, it literally says it. I can just see it all. I mean, think about it. Our quarterback is saying how. Let's just say I throw the touchdown or run touchdown. And everyone start howling. I mean, it would literally be easy. Literally be easy to go to Red Wolves. We keep red. It's a, it's a wolf. It honors a Native American because now it ain't racist. It's now or offensive. It's now something that symbolizes strength and, and courage. Something that they rep that represents their culture. So now we're honoring them. Keep doing, you know, giving a, a donation to that um, tr those tribes, things that you could to, it's literally something like common sense how if something is wrong, then correct it and then do better than before. Then the next name it was the Redskins, excuse me, the Washington Warriors. See, with the Warriors, remember how Redskins had the little uh, arrow with the feather? And people love that spear thing. Well, when you got the Washington Warriors, you can do the exact same thing. Cause Warriors are kind of like universal. You got Warriors like that, that gladiator that fight. You got Warriors in the Native America as well. You got we. Some of us even call each other Warriors. You know, when we go through the battle and we come out, we will say you're a warrior. I mean, I doubt nobody gonna run out that stand like the Ultimate Warrior because you probably get tired within the first two minutes. But just imagine if you, if we came out like this. Warriors, come to play. Yes. Can you imagine if that was a play? And when he says, come out and play, and the song pops off, and the team runs out. That'd be nice. Then lastly, what I heard was Spartans. I believe this is because Matt Johnson went to Michigan State and there was the Spartans. Near could be the Washington Spartans. And all that can go with this is maybe you put in ties of being like, like the Spartans, 300. What would 300 represent? They represent unity. They represent strength to, to take care of their king. They, they, they did what at that time was miraculous. To take on Xerxes' army, and literally with 300, yeah, the movie may be exaggerated, the book may be exaggerated, but they literally got the basis of it. It really was a very not that many people that go against that whole entire army 
of Xerxes. And the Spartans came together, was strategic, was strength, came together to literally kill thousands and thousands of his army. So, you fast forward to now, can you imagine if the entrance was somebody being like a, a Leonidas, get Jerry Bella, and he come out saying, Spartans, what is your profession? <laughs> well, the fans will do it too. And before I end this, I gotta say this. I do not want to hear. Oh, uh, well, that's, that, that, that's sound like the way our cars feel. Let me tell y'all something right quick. For all the fans, anybody who's listening to this. How many of you have ever been to a college football game? Remember a college game? A big school college game? I have. I have seen Duke. I have seen North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm from Virginia. I have seen Virginia Tech. I have seen UVA. Matter of fact, even go to I I went to Norfolk State. I seen NSU. I, when I the reason I name also because at a college field, you get the most wildest fans ever. I mean, it can be five degrees outside, and the, the, you take a breath, it turns to ice. And these people, these guys, are outside with no shirt on, fully painted on, still jumping up and down in five degree weather. Sometimes, they, I mean, if you don't believe me, go look at the video with Penn State when it was playing Mo Bamba. Tell me when that, that type of atmosphere you would love to be in if it was a Washington team doing that atmosphere. As reported, we sold out week one. You know how long it's been since the Washington command franchise sold out a game? And it's more fans than the opposite fans because I was there when Washington played the Giants and the Giants basically filled that, that, that stadium. I won't do the next following week, but I, I darn sure seen it when the Washington commander or at that time football team played against the Philadelphia Eagles. And you basically thought, are you, are you sure we're not back in Philly? Are you sure this is Maryland? Because they literally like 80% was Philly fans. So I'm in this by saying this. What do you guys think? Should we rebrand? And if we do, what should our team names be? Leave a comment down below. Now, before we, we leave this boardroom, do me a solid. I want you to like, share, subscribe. Again, comment down below. It's the boardroom, y'all. Y'all invited to the boardroom. And right and now we're about to leave the boardroom to go out to the battlefield to handle business. That's right. I'm Don Suave. And you're listening to the Washington Boardroom Meeting. Peace. Those haters can't stand us. Left hand up. Who are we? The commanders. 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 We fight for RDC. Who are we? The commanders. 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 Left hand up. Who are we? Yeah.